So we were always looking for chaperones, right? right? Friends that hang out with us or whatever. And your parents loved it when we had quote unquote chaperones. And then we get we have kids and that's all we have. We have a house full of chaperones. chaperones. And yes. kids are the best chaperones, by the way. This is Behind Our Smiles. Pursuing connection. And finding joy. Even in the struggle. Welcome to another episode of the Behind Our Smiles podcast. Yeah, we're so glad you're hanging out with us. And Tara, a big romantic holiday is Valentine's Day. Yes. And <laughs> today we're going to be talking about something that goes right along with Valentine's Day. Yeah, dating. Yeah. You know, Joe, do you want to go out with me? Now that's a question I haven't <laughs> heard in a long time. And we'll talk about the dating aspect <laughs> of our relationship here in a second. But first, I did want to say thanks to Samaritan Ministries. They are our amazing sponsor And as a Samaritan member, you have control over your health care, choosing the doctors, treatments, and hospitals that are right for you and your family. There are no network restrictions. It's affordable, and you can join today. In fact, you can find out more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. So, Joe, I'll never forget a very special afternoon in my memory. Mm. It was a Thursday, June 4th, 1992. I was in my bedroom. I was hanging out with a friend because school had just finished. So we were hanging out with no school over our heads and my phone rang. Now, back in those days, you didn't have a right. cell phone, the right? The phone rang. Right, you had it, uh, a phone in your room mm-hmm. and it was a corded phone, if I remember right. and the correctly. Cord, the phone in my room was like a privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah. I was older now, I could have my own phone in my own room. But you didn't have your own number. It was right. the house number, yeah. And it rang and I was just in my back of my mind going, hmm, I'm gonna answer this. And it was like, my dream come true, whatever it is my back of my head, I could be wishing for. I answered the phone and it was you. I think you, you even said, are you, is this Tara? Yeah, uh, is hi this, Tara. Well, because it was the first time I'd ever called that number. Right. I didn't know who was going to answer the call. That was the fun way of living back then. <laughs> and I was extremely nervous because I was calling with a purpose in mind. Yeah, you had, you wanted to ask me something. I wanted to ask you eight simple words. Do you want to go out with me? And I wasn't sure whoever answered the phone, I was going to ask for you, yeah. obviously, but I wasn't sure when I opened my mouth that those words would actually come out because I was so nervous. It sounded smooth to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and on the phone, it's different than FaceTime, oh, right? My. You can you can hide a lot. But to back the story up a little bit, what I didn't know is from about March slash April mm-hmm. on, you had a crush. Oh, for sure. On me. And so you were thinking about me a lot. Right. And because of the age difference, again, I'm 16 and you're 20 at this point. I knew this was probably not likely. You probably were not, you know, actually dateable. (laughs) But the more time we spent together, we started spending more time together in May. We found ourselves in the same circles, the same parties, and we definitely liked each other. But I'm like, well, it's not. Yeah, we, we might be able to date. So I started kind of getting my hopes set up on it, even though I reserved that true excitement. But when you called, it was like, okay, I can't reserve any more excitement. Yeah. I'm well, very excited. And I think, I think backing up a little bit, what was really cool was all the pressure among, does she like me? Does, mm-hmm. does he like me? All of that was off because I was in the same boat thinking you were too young. So dating was not an option. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything that was on the table. So I could just be your friend right. and we could just kind of get along. But the problem is that friendship grew really very fast. quickly. And all of a sudden I found myself in a place where I did want to date you. Right. And we spent so much time together that summer because one date led to the next, led to the next. And it was summertime. So I was off school. I was just doing a little babysitting and you were working. But still, the moment you got off work, we found a way to be together. Right. And you, yeah. And even with your babysitting and stuff, mm-hmm. I remember talking to you and, and you're like, well, I got to babysit. I don't get off work till then. So it's going to be, but we can get a 15 minutes mm-hmm. in at the end of the day if you want. Uh, bottom line was we found every possible opportunity to be together. Mm-hmm. 
And we liked just being together. Well, that first summer, I think, first of all, we saw a lot of movies, which is funny because I'm not really a movie person. <laughs> yeah, you definitely lulled me into a, a false sense of uh, identity or whatever because you, <laughs> I thought you loved movies and I thought you loved baseball. Because it, it was a dollar theater it was around. Right. That was an easy way to date. So we did that a lot. I remember going to the auto parts store with you <laughs> because you were always in the middle of some car repair. So you're like, well, hey, I got to go to the auto parts store. And I remember going with you being so excited. And now I'm like, that is the worst place in the world to be is an auto parts store. Like, ew. But I would do it because I'm like, I'm with Joe. This is fun. And you'd go shopping with me, which you didn't like shopping. No, I would go to the mall. You'd go to the mall with me, which wow. I found out later on. You don't like the You're mall right. at all. So in the end, Joe, we dated five years. So we did end up having a lot of experience dating and finding things to do to keep busy. We, yeah, we would find ourselves standing in the candy aisle <laughs> at the grocery store as part of a date. We went to our youth group yeah. events. We saw friends. And of course, our last three years of dating, we were in separate cities. We were 100 miles apart. Mm. So then we had to be even more strategic with right. spending time together because we weren't, you know, we used to be about 15 minutes away and counting down the days and hours to say, when can you come in and see me? When can I go and see you? And being, you know, I would drive for four hours mm -hmm. to see you for an hour, mm -hmm. you know, just to get an opportunity. Well, to and the be. other thing was the, the path from my house to your house, there was a lot of tolls. Yes. So the biggest challenge of dating was going, do we have enough toll money <laughs> to send you home? Yeah, because gas money wasn't as big a deal back gas then. Gas money but. wasn't big, but it was those tolls. You'd have to like beg friends and dig in the bottom yeah. of the car going, do we have enough toll money? But it was so important to see each other that we would just feel like we are moving heaven and earth just mm. to be together. Right. We would, mm. we would be very intentional about making sure that we were rearranging schedules or whatever needed mm -hmm. to happen to make sure that we were together. And, and our dates didn't have to be extravagant. Mm -hmm. They literally could be a walk down the street on a cold mm -hmm. night or whatever it was. We just wanted to be together. Right. And so... The catch is then we got married. And first of all, since we had been separated, the idea that we were living in the same house was amazing. Mm. It's like, okay, you're not, you're in the same city, you're in the same <laughs> house, we're in the same bedroom. Like, this is going to be good. Now we don't have to work so hard to keep dating, right? right. Like, you're always here. We come home and there you are. And I think our first six months of marriage, you made a different dinner every oh, night. Oh, I loved and, it. Yeah, the right. dates were always at home yeah. and we always, you know, cooked at home and we started our lives together and the kids weren't around yet. So we we had time, but at the same time, we weren't spending as intentional time as I thought we would because mm -hmm. we didn't have the same level of deeper connection that I was hoping for when we got married. It's kind of like when you have a friend that lives in a different town and mm -hmm. you see them and then they move into your neighborhood <laughs> and then you never yes. see them again. So it is like, well, you're here all the time, so I can make that time anytime. Right. And you the problem was we weren't intentional about making that time. Right. And we spent time, we were together, but not in terms of deeper connection. Deeper connection. Like, right. okay, how do we grow our relationship? What do we need to talk about? That's hard because we were always there and we were kind of struggling with some of our own issues as we talked about in episodes 14 and 15. Um, but then things get really complicated when you throw kids in the mix. Yes. In terms of dating, because suddenly you're, n you're never alone. Well, you know, when we were dating, the whole crux was not spending too much time right. alone to okay. avoid temptation. We right? avoid temptation so we can be alone, but not for too long, not alone alone. And it was that battle to not be alone. Right. So we were always looking for chaperones, right? right? Friends that hang out with us or whatever. And your parents loved it when we had quote unquote chaperones. And then we get, we have kids and that's all we have. We have a house with chaperones. chaperones. And yes. kids are the best chaperones, by the way. We can't find a minute alone and someone's knocking on the door. Someone's saying, hey, mom, hey, dad, this and that. So that is the struggle of saying, okay, how do we still find time alone with little ones underfoot? 
Right. Our schedules are fuller. Mm-hmm. Got a lot more going on. My career was was mm-hmm. taking off in radio. You uh, obviously with raising the kids and homeschool, getting homeschooling set mm-hmm. up and all of those things. Nursing babies mm-hmm. for like years right. on end. So the nursing babies was a big one, too, because I didn't leave my babies for very long, for very far. We also were very picky about our child care. Yeah. And, you know, that's everyone's decision to make. We were very fortunate that my parents are nearby and they were always happy to take the kids here and there as, as we needed to. They weren't super close. Um, but there were times, you know, we just didn't have anybody to watch the kids to go and they were young. Right. So we had work around it. Right. Because right? like, well, I still like my husband. I still like hanging out with him. But there's these other two-legged creatures <laughs> that keep asking for more and more attention. Well, I remember someone, or one time, I think we were sitting around dinner and literally just asked ourselves, where did all these people come from? Mm-hmm. You know, we set out to have kids and babies and now we have people. Well, I remember and- like, I think, I remember like when we, were, we had just like one baby, we could take the baby with us to a restaurant mm. and kind of have a conversation and just going, you know, oh, go, 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 la, la, la. And now I think we go to dinner, let's say, with our four kids and it's hard to like get <laughs> right. anything. And we have six, you know, four people, four kids, all having these long thoughts and we're like, yeah, yeah we can't just bring them with and talk alone. <laughs> right. And then, and then on top of that, there was added stress mm-hmm. because you've, now we have bills to pay. People are depending mm-hmm. on us. Job gets harder. Life gets harder. Homeschooling, scheduling, all of this mm-hmm. stuff. So then when we did have time alone, mm-hmm. there was so much stress yes. mounted that we could never really separate ourselves or we struggled right. with that anyway to separate ourselves from that stress, to be able to really disconnect and have time together. Right, because if we did manage to make ourselves some time, something like that, we ended up either like, not complaining, but just going, what do we do about the situation? Yeah. We were just like problem solving the whole time rather than like connecting. Or again, we just were too on edge to like relax. And there's times right. it's really hard to get that on edge feeling away. And for us sometimes, even with the childcare situation, there was always like a preparation for the childcare. <laughs> Again, I'm super fortunate. My parents take the kids for the night, but pack in the backpack. Do they have this? Do they have that? And sometimes I'm like, by the time we drop them off and we get where we're going, we're just like, I don't feel like doing anything. <laughs> right. And not only that, but there's also tension. Yeah. And so there's a part of me that wants it to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? Wants it to be right. And then when it doesn't go right, then I start to build stress because it's not going right, but we're running out of time and right. we have to get the kids. And we when have to I struggle with that, because if we had like specific time alone where the kids were gone, I felt like there was an added pressure. Like this is it. We have three hours to have a date, whatever this means. Mm-hmm. It's got to be amazing. It's going to be wonderful. And we're just going to connect and it's going to feel so wonderful. And I feel like all that extra pressure <laughs> didn't work. Right. Like, okay, let's have a really good date. Let's really, really. And in and, and the end, we had to like take the pressure off and say, mm. you know what? And every single time we go out and do something has got to be amazing. We have to find ways to just stay connected. Right. And, and also the, another challenge that we faced in trying to date mm-hmm. in our married life, especially early on was budget. Yes. Um, our budget was really tight. Mm-hmm. We lived pretty close to the edge, uh, single income, mm-hmm. right? right. Uh, family trying to raise the kids. And so uh, budgeting to go out for a date actually created more stress. Right. Is than, this, you know, it, it actually ended up hurting our, our I mean, dating We disagreed on something. Like, wait, this is the th- these are the things that are pulling at our budget this month. I don't think I want to spend that much to do this expensive activity when this over here is more important. So we even could disagree on things. So we definitely did go out once in a while, but not on a regularity. You well, know, there like, would be times when I wanted to... It was to, a special occasion. Right. Do make it special and do something elaborate. And you're like, how much is this going to cost? I'm like, there's not, other things over here that right. I'm waiting to buy. So in the end, it was really good, Joe, because I think that having some of those parameters 
really did force us to say creative to say what is important if we're mm. going to have a date you know what is the key that we really need to focus on in spending time together so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break to hear from our amazing sponsor just a one minute break and then we'll be back to talk about some of the solutions that we worked through and found that worked well with getting through these challenges and then we've got a great resource if you're looking for some great uh, non-expensive, very mm-hmm. creative date ideas. We've got a great resource we'll share and we'll do all that next. Courtney was 17 weeks pregnant when she and her husband Greg learned that their son Shepard had a heart condition that would require multiple surgeries and were uncertain about his future. But Samaritan Ministries connected them with other Samaritan members who began to pray and share the financial needs of the pregnancy and the medical care Shepard needed. I don't know how Samaritan could have answered any differently and done any better. I don't know. And just to hear the confidence on the other end of the phone hmm. of this is not something that you need to be concerned about at all. You focus on the health of your family, the health of your baby, and we will walk with you every step of the way. Thankfully, through God's faithfulness and provision, Shepherd is surpassing all of the doctor's expectations. To read more about this family's journey and how you can join a community of believers like them, visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. So yeah, dating was a little bit of a challenge or maybe a lot of a challenge in the first half of our marriage, maybe even a little bit more, just finding ways to really connect and making those dates effective and worthwhile. Well, that's why we had to figure out what's important. You know, do we have to have dinner at a fancy restaurant to have a good date? And we realized, no, we don't. We have to be together. You know, we have to find time. We have to Mm. be alone to some level of intimacy alone. And it doesn't even have to be at night. Right. (laughs) Just whatever time in our weekend or our week that we say we have time to to carve out, carve out for us. And it doesn't even involve childcare sometimes. We just work out arrangements to say, okay, we can be alone. Um, I really like when we do something fun because mm-hmm. looking back at some of those dates we've had, I love when they have good memories attached to them. Yeah. Um, and mostly I like to know that you're interested in me and that, that it's about us ultimately. So it comes back to that idea of, do you want to go out with me? Right. Because going back to our dating years, when I asked that question the very first time, I really thought, at that time, I had one date in mind. Will mm-hmm. you go out with me for this date? <laughs> Didn't realize that it was a lifelong question, right? Mm-hmm. But now that we're married, that's a question you like on specific date. Like, will mm-hmm. you? would you like to, right. to go out with me? There's times that you've even said, hey, are we free on Saturday? Yeah. Are you free this night? Do you want to go out? You, you want to go out with me? Now, of course, 1992, you could have asked me to do anything and I would have done it with you. <laughs> I have to admit my standards are different now. A lot of times you don't you're want like, to go out with me to the auto parts store. I don't want to do the auto parts store. You've actually asked me recently, like, hey, I'm going to go to the auto parts store and pick up something. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but so we've gotten better at knowing what kind of activities do we both enjoy doing. Right. But we do enjoy doing things together that we wouldn't enjoy doing alone. And I'll give a quick example. When we started to kind of work through these solutions to go, okay, where are there opportunities where we can be together, even if it doesn't mean that we're doing what we necessarily love to do. And so I'll come home from work and you'll be getting ready to head to the grocery store. And I'll ask if you, you know, would you Mm -hmm. like me to come with you? Or you'll say, Hey, do you want to come with? And I love that. And even though I don't like grocery shopping, probably I like it less than you like it. <laughs> Being together makes that chore or that mm-hmm. job, even though it is a privilege that we get to buy groceries, makes it a little bit more fun. Well, and it is time together. Well, it's that interest though and still saying, I want to spend time with you. Right. So I think 
for us is that interest of saying, hey, let's do this together. If I have to do this errand, let's do it together. And we can't always make it happen. Um, and then the last thing you know about a really a good date, I think, is getting that connection. Mm. And again, I think it's something we can't always force or add pressure to say we're just going to have this amazing connection. But I think asking good questions and the times that we have been able to be alone and have those really good conversations that have grown our marriage in amazing ways. Again, it doesn't matter like what restaurant we're at. For me, what I value is the fact that we've grown closer together. We understand each other better. I feel like, again, you're interested in me and my thoughts. I'm interested in you and your thoughts, right? Just that mm. like, I'm interested in you and not necessarily, you know, the auto parts store. Well, and to, to further go into what you just said, one of the things that we discovered almost by accident was to have some of those deeper conversations, it really does mm -hmm. take time. Mm -hmm. And so if I wanted to talk to you about something that was on my heart, it wouldn't come out in the first few minutes mm -hmm. of our conversation. And sometimes I didn't even know there was something really there, right. there, but it was in those moments where we sat quiet for 10 minutes or we mm -hmm. were just talking surface, hey, how's the weather, you know? Uh, the kids are doing great. Then all of a sudden we're in a place where we can trust each other. We begin to have those deeper conversations. And it's a hard thing to put on an agenda to yeah. say this is the plan for the date. <laughs> it's to right. like go to these really deep parts. But I think it's making space for that. And I think the one way we've made space for that too is this idea of just this regular daily time. Mm. If it's not, you know, a lot of time because by keeping those shorter accounts and saying I'm always kind of aware of where you are, then when we have time to go deeper, we can. But for us, it seems like the main difference, the main solution for us was this like regular daily time to keep us connected. Yeah. And one of the, an example of that is that we get up early to spend time together every single morning. Mm -hmm. And that's without fail. Weekends, I mean, there obviously are days that things come up, but for the most part, I would say 350 days a year, <laughs> we're, we're together sharing coffee in the morning and just kind of talking through all the different aspects of our lives. And sometimes we'll bring something to the table that mm -hmm. we need to discuss or we want on the forefronts of our minds. And other times we're just kind of sit and look at each mm -hmm. other or just kind of enjoy our time. But together. we never get too far where I don't know exactly what's happening with you. And it reminds me of of what we encourage ourselves to do with our walk with the Lord, right? We don't just say, hey, go to amazing church service once a year. And you're like, wow, I feel so close to the Lord. This is great. And then you're like, okay, that was fun. You're like, no, you know, it's, it's the everyday time that we have with God and in his word. That's what builds our connection. Now, sometimes right. we have those bigger moments and those amazing things we attend. We go, okay, God changed my life on this day. But a lot of it is made in the small moments. Right. I, I think about Revelation 320, mm -hmm. right? that we can go to church on a Sunday morning or we can give our lives over to him, but it doesn't stop there. Mm -hmm. He says, I stand at the door and knock. Mm -hmm. He wants to come in and, and share a meal with us. Like, or do you just, want to go out with me? <laughs> right. Do you want to go out with me? Just come in and, and share a little bit of time we want to with be, us. We, and, and I think about that. And that's what, what God you know, asks of us. Like, I just want to be with you, right? Mm, yeah. I just want to be with you. And I want you to want to be with me. And that is the, I think in our dating relationship, the same way. I want to be with you. You want to be with me. Let's just be together and... Right. So some other things that we uh, incorporated mm -hmm. into our, and this kind of took time, a little bit of trial and error, because mm -hmm. some things don't work and some things do. But those walks, when the kids mm -hmm. were old enough where we could get those 15 mm -hmm. minutes just to go for a yep. walk through the neighborhood and hold hands. And that was huge. And it was just 15 yes. minutes. Well, and sometimes the walks when they were difference. younger, they were strollered. Right? And sometimes we had two strollers or something or a kid in your back. So I would say those walks were not official dates because we had a lot of distractions, but yeah. we still were like, we are going to try. We yes. are going to try to walk and talk even with three kids and a wagon and a stroller. 
But then the first time we're like, I think the oldest can mind the youngest for 15 minutes. We're like, <laughs> yes, here we go. And we began those walks. And even we upped the ante a little bit because a couple of years later, you were started running and I started running with you. Mm-hmm. So then we were able to go to the gym or do a neighborhood run for 25 minutes and I could talk with you. And I didn't yeah. like running at all. I discovered that. My sons quit <laughs> running. But what I liked was talking with you. Yeah. It was that little 25-minute break we had to chit-chat about our lives. And that was enough motivation to keep me running for a few years. Yeah. And, and now I don't run. No, you don't run. But you still walk with but me. But we had some really and great conversations. So yes. my memories of our conversations and our time together was fun, even though the running is not a good memory. Right. You Well, and, <laughs> and some of those conversations got deep enough that the running, you forgot about running, right? Well, I remember sometimes like we were in a really great conversation and I was really getting tired. I'm like, I want to quit running. But I'm like, I want to finish this conversation. So maybe I'll just run a half a mile more yes. so I can finish my my thought. Right. So yeah, if you're looking to get into running, that's a that's a great motivator, right? But we also um, began to kind of get into a book together, mm. read a book together. And and I like Audible, for instance. Mm-hmm. I, I would much rather listen to someone read me a book. And Tara is my absolute favorite narrator. But it's fun to read a book together because we can discuss it as we go. We can talk mm-hmm. through it's it. It's easy to pause. Yeah. And so like we've read a lot of different varieties from novels to mystery to like mm. nonfiction. And it's nice to stop the reading and kind of go, oh, that's interesting. Or what do you think is going to happen there? Right. And again, in our marriage, this is the way it is. I read and Joe listens. It's a fabulous, um, it's a fabulous deal. Except sometimes if I do it at night, he falls asleep. Yes. Or, and I'm like, I just read three pages. You missed, you missed right. all of it. Now I have to read it again. Or sometimes I'll notice like if Tara's falling asleep, the words start slurring yes, a little bit. I'm like, I can't read out loud any, anymore. Um, I but, do so much reading aloud as a homeschool right. mom. I usually can read aloud in my sleep. I've discovered that, but... Yeah, so yeah. it's a really great way to connect. And it's cheap. Again, find a good right. book. And I feel like we've had so many good memories over books. Yeah, some other things that we've done. Tara loves to slow dance. Mm-hmm. So we'll put on a song either in the nice weather. It'll be out on the back deck, yep. right? And the neighbors are all looking at us and it's kind of fun. Or in the living room when it's not See, so I didn't, nice. We didn't discover that the last few years. I was like, you're allowed to slow dance in your home. Yeah. It's legal. Right. You know, if you have... Uh, a speaker and some music. We found our wedding songs or we find whatever romantic songs we like to listen to back in the day. And we said, hey, let's slow dance. And it's a nice five, 10 minute like break to our evening. And sometimes we'll put on a few, quite a few songs and, and slow well, dance. Well, there's a, in, yeah, I'm going to totally massacre this, but the bonding hormone, mm-hmm. there's all the studies that's been done that isn't it one minute or more mm-hmm. if you engage in it's a like, hug or right. physical activity that it releases a bonding hormone that bonds and you I together. And I think a slow dance basically is an extended yeah. kind of hug. And I think it's nice too, because I enjoy slow dancing with you, but believe it or not, I usually stop talking <laughs> when we slow dance. So it yeah. kind of gives you a break <laughs> from the talking is like, Hey, all I got to do is listen to the words. And I know he's thinking nice things about me yeah. and I could not. And you're allowed not, to kiss. Not and, talk. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. We also love doing, uh, we can't always go to concerts and concerts weren't always on the uh, affordability agenda or whatever. Well, let's say this much. We've gone to our share of have. Christian We've concerts. We've been very, very So we blessed. have been inundated with Christian concerts. But some of Joe's favorite artists from the 80s we have not <laughs> seen in person. Almost and there's, ever. there's this wonderful little resource <laughs> so, called YouTube. <laughs> We, we honestly, we usually watch the 80s concerts. We see Christian concerts left and right, but th- we would go to like the authentic video of yeah. the 1984 concert. Now the video right. quality might be low, but it's like being transported back in time to our favorite songs from the 80s. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot yeah. of fun. Comedy specials. Oh, we comedy. love laughing together. 
And uh, so Jim Gaffigan's one of our favorites, but you for those find, nights that were kind yeah. of stressed and tense, I'm going, we're just tense. We're like, yeah. we put the comedy special on and within a few minutes, we're rolled over laughing <laughs> right. so hard. We're like, okay, that's what we needed. We needed a good laugh together. And that could be five to 10 minutes. You don't mm-hmm. even have to watch an entire special. Sometimes we'll just pull up a little bit of a clip or whatever and just laugh together. And then of course, games. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a tradition throughout time, right? right? As family games. But we like to to find games that maybe are a little bit off the beaten mm-hmm. path a little bit. And so we got to work on that. Yeah. So those were our like our at-home dates. So we still love our at-home dates. We're both I mean, we have a good level of homebodiness that we enjoy right. and we like our home, but then we do go out once in a while. So our favorite going out dates have been biking. Yeah. Again, Joe always wants to get me exercising <laughs> and tire me out. I don't understand this. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, if you tire me out, I'm going to be good, good for nothing. <laughs> so we go for biking dates and I like that too. Cause it, again, it's not super intense. But and typically not super... either we'll ride and come home or we'll, we'll actually ride far to a destination, mm-hmm. have lunch together or whatever, and then ride home. So it is a kind of right. a fun day. And then my other favorite date that we've done out, and this was quite a few years ago, but we it was kind of an unintentional date. We kind of planned it, but we didn't, was our memory lane date. Mm. So it works out that, again, where we were living was not too far, about 30, 40 miles from where we both grew up. Yeah. And so we love taking a ride past our childhood homes. Yes. We just, we love right. it. And it's cool because Joe and I actually grew up, we, about a mile apart from each right. other. And didn't know it. Two different but, yeah. sides of the same town. And so it's not too hard to go from his house to my house, but we have those great conversations to say, what was your life like in 1986 and contrasting it with what my life was like in 1986 and saying, wow, they could not be more different stories, Right. but it was so fun that we'd go by the restaurants we used to frequent, go by the church we got married at, go by our friend's house we used to play games at. I think for us, that really helped us stay connected to remember our histories and where we both have come from. Right. And it also created a, almost a nostalgic mm-hmm. feeling in us to remember those during right. dating years, right? The and I think the idea years. of making that connection. So when we drove by my childhood school to say, okay, tell me more about your school. So, oh, that's the mm. playground. I remember my, my friend here, this certain teacher. And as you drive by places, and again, we were very blessed to have that opportunity to go back home. You don't always have that chance, but anything that reminds you of your history together and talking about your first date and talking about you know, where you came from, I think is a really great date idea. So these are some of the solutions that we have found through the years that have helped us stay connected, especially in the harder seasons of our marriage when we weren't necessarily getting along right or things were, you know, we're working through things from our past or whatever. Um, but we all need fresh ideas. We're coming up on 25 years of marriage I know, this so year. We are kind of falling in some ruts, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, okay, what do we do? Well, this is what we do. Like we need to finally mix it up a little bit. And now, in, you know, I'm so thankful that we are in a whole different season of life. Yeah. Because people occasionally will ask us, like, who's watching the kids? I'm like, the kids are watching the kids. (laughs) The kids watch themselves. So it's like, okay, we want to go. We get up and go. So right. it's an incredibly good feeling after many years of not being able to do that. It's it's actually really <laughs> freeing and amazing. But we uh, are also always looking for fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for, you know, just different tips and... Not the auto parts and store. And ideas, right. And not the mall. Yes. And not a movie. Yeah. No, so... Those uh, are all things that have been crossed off the list. But we did find this really cool resource mm-hmm. called... What's it? Is it called... 52 50? Uncommon Dates yes. by Randy Southern. And we had given it to it. I think we'd given it to somebody for a gift, but someone gave it to us. I'm like, this is actually a really good book because all the ideas are fairly budget friendly, fairly easy to plan. 
But the focus of the book is finding ways to connect at a deeper mm. level, not just something to do. Right. So they they so we'll give you a couple of examples here. They they have an idea. So you you do the you do the activity, but then there are some great discussion questions and things to think about while you're on the date. Mm-hmm. So one of those ideas, Tara, okay. that I think would be awesome for you is an ice skating date. So I've I've not been ice skating in 40 30 years. And the reason you haven't been ice skating is why? I can't ice skate and it's cold. Yeah, so why would I purposely go in a place that's not heated? Tara does not like the cold at all. That's why I was kind of uh, funny on the front end. But you want to get it. There's a shirt you want to get. Yes. What's the shirt? It says, I'm sorry for the things I said when I was cold. So <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, I don't know if you want to go on a date with me, but I'm but not come cold. come on, this could still be fun. I mean, like I could keep you warm, yeah, right? I could sit in the corner and hug and, me. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't be want to be out on the ice at all? <laughs> like just stand there and hold me. <laughs> I could hold you up while you're yes. on the ice. Well, and I think it's even funnier because that ice skating date, they have a Bible verse. Yeah. That oh, right. coordinates it, with your date. Ecclesiastes, right? Yeah. What is the verse? For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe <laughs> to him who is alone when he has fallen and has no one. Especially if you're <laughs> on ice skates. Because that can be hard to get up without a friend, I would be very friend, thankful right? for Joe to pick me up. I don't, I, again, if it was heated, I might consider it. And so this, okay, I appreciate that. I think you should still consider it. <laughs> I, I'm not actually really excited about being really cold. It's like you go out of the cold to go into right. the cold. I don't know that I like that. And I'm not a good ice skater either. No, we would roller skate. We, yeah. are, we are good at roller skating because roller skating is one of those memory lane things for us because we right. spent a lot of time at the roller rink. In fact, Tara first had her noticed a crush on I me had, when I was DJing yes, the roller skating, roller skating party. So we can roller skate, but no ice skating. But I've never DJed an ice skating party, so that should be interesting. <laughs> but so in, for instance, in this book, uh, 52 Uncommon Dates, uh, there are discussion questions after each of these dates. And here's one of the discussion mm-hmm. date uh, questions around ice skating is how do we support one another? Mm -hmm, And that's a great question to ask because that's not something that comes up over Mm -hmm. dishes or over getting the kids out to school or getting them ready for bed or whatever, getting out the door for work. You don't typically look at your husband or wife and say, how do we support each Mm -hmm. other? But to say what we've done well in supporting each other and then maybe even to ask how can better support each other. So Joe, here's the date I have recommended for you. All right. The karaoke date. Oh, that's like ice skating karaoke. for yeah, you. Yeah, you have to right. go up. You have to find somewhere they're doing karaoke and go up on stage no, and sing. No, 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 I I will sing Come in on, the Joe. car occasionally. Come on, just give me a no, quick line not, of living on no, a prayer. No, no. <laughs> Come uh, on, you can number sing one, it. I, yeah, no, not that song. That that song. You uh, can't he- sing. No, I would hurt myself singing that song. <laughs> no, I have no interest in ever singing in front of people. Um, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. but not the on idea this of level. the date though is to do the karaoke and then reflect afterwards like how did that feel for you do you feel self-conscious what makes you feel more self-conscious i don't yeah so i don't think we'll be karaokeing in public anytime soon if i no. do i'll make sure to get a video we can move on to the lego date okay. i think that one's kind of cool so this one i thought man this is an interesting idea a lego date now our house has no shortage of Legos. Yes. And I'm pretty sure when we moved, we left a lot of Legos. And they I were have all a, in the crevices. a love-hate relationship with Legos. I, I love do. them for how much joy they bring my boys and how much how awesome they are. And then, of course, any parent hates them because they spread like wildfire and they, you step on them. So we could, I mean, we could go in our basement, get a pile of Legos. And what would you want to build? If we I had don't a, know, but our kids would probably be quite jealous. <laughs> I'm like, guessing. what is going on with kids. our parents? <laughs> but like one of the discussion questions is what, what would we build? You know, right. um, how are we building uh, our relationship? And mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool. And finally, Tara, I did find, I looked through all 52 of them okay. and I found a date that was specifically designed for you. Okay. You're taking me on a date and it's, wow me? Yes. It's the, I almost wonder if I shouldn't even mention it here. I should just surprise you with it. <laughs> But it's the garage sale date. Okay. I'm in love. I, I had you at garage sale, you right? You had me at garage sale date. And you're not into selling, 
Right. They say in the book, like you can either set up a garage sale or go garage sailing. And yes, Joe, I would much rather go garage sailing. So what would a good garage deal, a garage sale date look like to you? We'd plan it ahead. We'd look at okay. the calendar and we'd figure out which neighborhood is doing a big sale. Maybe even go far away to a different city we mm. haven't gone to. I mm. think that's always fun. We can kind of explore a new city. Um, I like garage selling too because you meet people in that town and you kind of get to know yeah. what the people are like. We'd have a budget. You know, yeah. then we maybe make ourselves some challenges. Say the first person <laughs> to find this wins a prize, yeah. right? We'd probably have a healthy contest. It'd be fun to have a wish list of things that we're looking for personally. Um, and then it'd be fun to, in that new town we go to, to find a restaurant that's kind of out of the way that we haven't gone to. Mm. And then we even can use it. I think in the book they mention like to using it as a blessing for others, you yeah. know, either yeah. a, what can we pick up for someone that, you know, you know, someone's taste and say they would love that. And that's exactly what you do. Yes. You start texting people pictures. Right. And, and then maybe part of the date too, would say, honey, the basement and the stuff I got to get rid of and donate. Mm. Let's pull it out of the basement gotcha. and, and get it donated. So no, and I think it'd be awesome to talk. And I think when we go garage sailing, we have gone thrifting before is just kind of hearing people's stories or when you find that strange item, you go, what is the story behind this item and why do they have it? Or why do they have 12 of these? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's such a great, great way to have a conversation. So you have made a promise you have to keep now. Garage sale date? You're going to take me mm. on a garage sale date. When the weather gets nicer. Yeah, see, that's and why I like garage so sales. Cold. It's usually warm. Yeah. I'd rather be Maybe hot. we'll find a pair of ice skates. <laughs> you can find ice skates <laughs> yes. at a garage sale. That's a great one. So we, we grabbed these ideas from Randy Southern's book called 52 Uncommon Dates. Mm -hmm. And you actually uh, mentioned it on our blog. If mm -hmm. you want to check it out at BehindOurSmiles.com. Uh, so these are just some things that we have worked through and kind of learned, but we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to connect with you as well. Yeah. And next week we have one more romance episode in honor of Valentine's Day. And we're talking about ways to grow romance and intimacy. Now that you're on your date, right? Right. You have to grow romance and intimacy. So if you want to connect with us, we are on Facebook at Behind Our Smiles and on Instagram, Behind Our Smiles Pod. And your five-star rating is really appreciated, especially if you're loving the podcast. If you're not, you don't have to rate. But if you are loving the podcast or it has helped you in any way, a five-star rating is helpful because it does help others find the podcast and it means a lot. Your review is extremely important as well. But thank you for joining us today. We're so grateful. We're grateful to our sponsor who has helped to make this episode possible, Samaritan Ministries. Uh, when a medical need arises, you choose the healthcare provider and treatments, including alternative medical treatments and natural methods of care that are right for you and your family. There are no network restrictions. It's affordable. You can join today and uh, you can find out more about Samaritan Ministries at samaritanministries.org smiles.